happy, happy uh, Wednesday. It is a wonderful Wednesday. It's the week after Thanksgiving. We're heading straight into the holiday season. <coughs> Sorry about that, people. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I was going to say it might have been the yuppie bowl that I just had, but or the things that are stuck in between my teeth. Because have you ever had, are you leaving, Heather? Wow. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, so show the panel. This is the uh, peanut gallery we have today. We have Tracy. We obviously have Logan, who's about to burst at the seams. We were just talking about her giving birth, and her midwife is not in town. <laughs> so between all of us and maybe Amazon sending us an umbilical cord cutting scissors <laughs> thing, we should be able to give birth to this child just like that. Exactly. And we have Sarah. Sarah, you might know Sarah. Sarah's husband was with at my house pretty much all morning long. Oh, wow. Yeah. Helping put back together my house. Anybody ever needs a really great guy that does almost anything? Almost anything. Electrician as well. Give him a call. What's the name of the company? Honeydew Enterprises. You got to do the microphone, yeah, sister. Hold that nice and close. Honeydew Enterprises. <laughs> Put it back there. You're going to need it. Put it back there. Yeah, you you're going to, yeah. yeah you because need it. Lord knows you if sure you say you something. Give me a mic? Yes. No, I don't want to give her a mic because Lord knows. But I got I'm just the saying. mute button. So, like, my house is almost put back together, people, by, a multi, by multiple hands. This has happened. Praise the Lord. But so we got this panel over here, mm -hmm. which is really this, this panel over here, which you can't see. This panel. <laughs> There it is. Here. Wow, look at you. Oh, bad hair day, people. That's <laughs> no. why the hat. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. I can mm. only curl the ends. The top, and <laughs> nothing can happen with the top. It's done. Nobody would know. What? Nobody would even know. Look at your hair. Oh, it looks great. I never wear a hat. But it looks great. Tom Nobody doesn't like know. when I wear hats. Really? No. Oh. So I don't wear them very much. Like, it gets in the way. He's got a big head. So when he went to kiss me goodbye, oh, like, he has to bend annoying. all the way down, and then he has to go in. Inconvenient. He don't like, he don't like hats. Then we got over here, which you can't see, mm. special guest, Heather. Heather's here, actually. And we obviously oh, always have on. towel. But, um, so we got, we got a room full of people. We're going to have a lot of opinions, potentially. <laughs> some you'll like, some you won't. But that's the way, isn't that the way life always is? Mm -hmm. Some we like and some we don't. Whatever. All right. So let's, I will say this before we get into the normal stuff, sharing, liking, all the social. So I'm working on Tom to come oh. back on the Hope Hotline. So it'd be the TLP meets the Hope Hotline all over again. That's exciting. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on getting him the Friday before we're off because we take Christmas break off here at the church so everything will shut down for a week mm. so i'm working on that he tells me to get in touch with his people get if i want him to i'm, I'm talking face to face with him right <laughs> so i say listen i i think maybe you should come back on the hope hotline and you know what he says to me have your people talk to my people well i am my people not anymore because I've hired Tracy. Tracy is now exactly. my people, right? Awesome. But I'm, I'm like, why would I? Why we can talk about this right now, face <laughs> to face? No, have my people talk. Now, normally, now his people are Heather. <laughs> normally, Heather's my people, though, just for the record. But not when it comes. What did you say, Heather? 
Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Except for when it comes to Tom, mm. that's his people. He mm. supersedes me. So yeah. now my normal people, I don't have. So I have had to make Tracy, mm -hmm. she's been voluntold that she's now my people. So now Tracy and Heather, this is now being, everybody's okay. hearing it for the first time. Okay. Tracy and Heather, you need to coordinate and you both need to make it happen. Tom Lipley on the podcast this Friday before we go on break. I'm, I'm okay, they're texting, texting one right another. <laughs> Make it happen, girls. I told Tom that. I said, you know, my people is Tracy. So, which you didn't know that at the time, just so you know. Oh, no. I, I, I no, you didn't know that I was time. saying oh. at the time, you're my people. Yeah, though. Okay, that's fine. I, yeah, yeah. I had not made that happen now it's now it is oh, happening okay, but that, yeah perfect okay but now i said well then my people will get a hold of your people doing it did not face him a lick heather, did not bother I just him text you what is that <laughs> i just text you heather <laughs> do you want an email too okay so, <laughs> it's nice by it's finally nice though that it's not like me having to contact heather there you go it's nice that i have a person there you go see Moving you can have a person up. Especially when it's over a sandwich. Oh, you are absolutely correct. Burn. I hate that. <laughs> He'll make me get a hold of her. I mean, I just... I love to hate him. <laughs> sometimes. Oh, that's fun. He's too much. Too much sometimes. Okay, let's go right on into it, people. So just so you know, I'm working on it. Because some I'm people excited. really want him back on here. And uh, if that happens... Get your questions ready. Yeah. The answers might be about, who knows what he'll respond with. True. Who knows? It could be about, it could go as far as we, we don't even want to, our minds to conceive. Right. Like last time. So. Like last time. Which we learned something after he left. That's true. Because we learned sodom, sodomy between oh, a man and a woman's okay. It's I not mean. okay. All right. Between a man and a man. We did learn that. <laughs> And on so, that note. But not by Tom, no, though. I okay, know, not on that note. Tom okay. was wrong. Okay, yes. Thank okay. God for Aaron once again. <laughs> so, go ahead. All right. So, we need you guys to like and share and uh, comment and subscribe on all of the channels. Um, since we just got that out of the way, now you can freely share. Um, <laughs> not worry about what's coming next, I think. I don't know. Who knows? Well, yeah, exactly. Children have walked back in the okay, room. Okay, and, so. and we have children now, so yeah, you guys... That won't be talked about. <laughs> All right, so if you're on Facebook, uh, let us know you're watching in the comments. Even if you're coming in later, let us know. Um, and on Rumble, same. We've got lots of conversation going on. If you can, hop over to Rumble. I'm going to put the link in the found, uh, in Facebook you can click on that and head over there. We've got great conversation going on. YouTube, you know, it's just YouTube. And we're here for it because we can. Might as well invade them with some Jesus. we got like, share, subscribe, and comment. And then Black Robe. Um, we have a subscribe option there, a like option there, and you can comment. And we will be in the chat between Logan and me. Um, and then we've got a new little graphic so we don't have to go through all three of them because you guys all know what we have for merch. We've got the mug, we've got our spoon, and we've got our UBU t-shirt. All of them are available if you go to foundationchurchfl.com and you click on the shop, they are right at the top. Um, and they also have 
a lot of foundation merch and TLP merch as well. Um, next on our list is our Christmas Eve service, and we are very, very excited about that this year. It's going to be on Christmas Eve. I love that. I do. Too. When oh, did you oh, this create is one that of, one? That's this is a one new of one. our many. We have lots of options. Yeah, so. but I never saw that yeah, one okay. to approve it, and I love it. Did you? Okay. I, I love that I'm going to resend them to you. No, don't resend them to me. Okay, hey, you got the. Lot. You know, you yeah. know what I want. Now, okay, so. I think, but I, I would. Well, I do have to say something about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, people are very confused. Okay. Um, they're saying that we have no service on Christmas Eve morning. Oh, okay. And only okay, on Christmas talk. Eve night. Okay. That's not true. No. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for us not to have Christmas ser- uh, service on Christmas Eve morning. Right. We've only done it, we've only, and not every time, but for the most part, every time when Christmas has landed on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we just allow that to be, everybody to be with their family, because we just had the service. So it's like, okay, everybody can stay home with their family, because most of the time, no one's coming anyway. That's the facts. So, um, but there's no reason not to have service. So we've never mm-hmm. not had it on Christmas Eve. If it's been on Christmas Eve, okay. so just so everybody knows, we'll be here. We'll keep announcing it, but okay. there will be service. Yeah, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's not the Christmas Eve service, though. Right. That's just regular Sunday service. Right, just church, just regular church. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people think that, though. Maybe because we canceled it last year, but it still makes no sense to me. Yeah, and maybe you other would have churches, service though. If other churches do that, maybe they're canceling Sunday morning and just doing a Christmas Eve. So. Just we're not. Oh, okay. What yeah. that might yeah. that might make sense. That yeah. makes sense yeah. to me potentially. Well, yeah. we're having Christmas Eve service right. we're Sunday both. morning. Um, but the real service for that we'll be celebrating mm-hmm. is yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Perfect. So yes, and we need you to register. So you can go to foundationchurchfl.com. Hey Heather, how many have registered? She's gonna look. <laughs> and you click on the events, not shop. You're gonna click on events this time. Um, and we, yeah, we're excited. We're going to have a a good amount of people there. And we used to do this when I was growing up. We'd always have a Christmas Eve service. We have 493 people registered, Tracy. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So please register. So just so we know, we have an idea of who's coming and we got to put extra seats in and we'll have to, and if we have to, we'll do an extra service, but we're believing we're not going to have to do that. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm believing we're going to cram everybody in and not break a fire code. Right, right. I think we could do that. We got lots of chairs. Bring all your friends all your, and, and share it yeah, friends and all and the things. We keep posting on our Facebook page so you can go and share any of those um, Christmas Eve graphics. And, um, and there's always a link in the caption to easily find um, the, the event page. All right. And then we have our guess who will be joining us for breakfast, the Grinch and many more. Um, this is for our foundation church kids and the family. So uh, Hope was saying on Sunday, if you didn't make it to church, make sure you register yourself as well. It's not just the kids. So if you are a family of four and you're all four coming, please let us know. I have a lot of people who it's only been their kids' names, right. not their parents' names. Got to yes. have it. And yeah. we're already at 98 for that. 98. So I got a lot of parents missing. Yeah. You're not going to have a seat and you're not going to get any food. That's all I'm going to tell you. So you don't register, you're out of it. 
do just that kidding. real quick. I will feed you, but I will not like it because <laughs> yeah. I only have a certain amount of seats. Yeah. We just need to know. We need to prepare. <laughs> All right. And moving right along to <gasps> our favorite thing. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you are joining us for the first time, we are, you're going to have to go back and watch all the other episodes so that you can figure out what the secret code will be at the end of this. And I'll explain that at the end. But um, we are on our third present. So our last two were Longhorn um, Steakhouse. Yeah, Longhorn Steakhouse. And the Chocolate Stampede is Hope's favorite. So we're going to give you a gift card and you have to go and try this because... I've heard it's amazing. I have yet to try it, but I heard it's amazing. And it look look at that thing. That is beautiful. Best dessert in town. Best dessert in town. All right. And then the next thing that we had is the Gold Bond neck and chest cream. Of course, it made its debut here on the Hope Hotline. And so I'm wearing it right now currently. Oh, look at that. See? Still one of her favorites. Oh, I lived through that. Gold Bond neck and chest. Uh I not a day. Not a day goes oh, by. See? Ninety seven percent had firmer skin in just two weeks. Mm -hmm. Look at that. It is an infomercial, Heather. <laughs> Heather goes, it sounds like an infomercial. It 100% is. is. Yeah. Listen, if it works, 100. it works. Everybody everybody loves knowing people's favorite things. So that's why we're doing this. Especially if they work. Especially when they work. Yeah. I mean, if you're gone too far, it might not work. Yeah. If your neck's, <laughs> if a neck, if your neck is a gobble gobble, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, yeah. but. At least give it a chance. Most of the time. Yeah. 97% of the time, yeah. it's going to work. <laughs> so you're in that Unless you're in a gobble-gobble. Oh, yeah. Then you might need surgery. Turkey necks are in big trouble. Like, what was that girl? Yeah. What's that woman who was pushing uh, her in the, the Fouch? Mm. Doctor. It starts with a B. Scarf. Scarf doctor. Mm. I think her neck has passed the 97%. She's resorted to just scarves. Only scarves. Got to do what you got to do. But the weather lady from Fox. Yeah, that's who I thought you were talking she, about. She almost did herself in getting her neck, yeah. neck fixed. She'll tell you, don't do it. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> don't do it. I'm like, listen, at some point, yeah. just age gracefully. Yeah, absolutely. But fight it until <coughs> you can. Parton. Oh, Dolly Parton. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. She called me a coward. I'm pure blood. And because I'm a pure blood, she, she yeah, Tom, Tom had it on the podcast last night. He's had it on it several times. I'm the, I, listen, I am a huge, like, thank you, Heather. I was monster big Dolly fan. Yeah. Like, that's my girl. Yeah. She's all, I'm old country. Right. I'm not, I'm not yeah. so big. Kind of, I don't even listen to country anymore, but if I was going to listen to it, I'm old. Yeah. Old school. Yep. Not anymore with her. Mm, like she actually, uh, they've, they found out that it's documented now. She invested in the vaccination. I wish I might get, I might, because I just said that word. Yeah. I might, I, which literally, Last time we talked about this, just so you guys know, mm -hmm. like I got dinged, like I got hit. I got a wallop from yeah. YouTube. They gave me a strike and then threatened to take me out for two weeks. Facebook has never been the same. Yeah. Tom's podcast, like I somehow they know we're intermingled and like his numbers are like 100 to 150 less because I said all that stuff. And the next podcast, he was... 
he was uh, he was hurt pretty bad by it. I felt kind of I felt kind of guilty, but not too much because he says way worse than what I did. Yeah, no, that is. But true. still, yeah, he got a he. We got we took a wallop for that one. It's, that that podcast needed to be done. But yeah, me and Dolly, we're done. I was referring to her outfit. Her outfit. Oh, I the, saw, I heard about the that halftime show. What? She's like what? 78? 77. 77? Like what is she doing? Well, like, she had to hold the stage. I don't know if you caught that, but she was holding the stage the entire time so she could like keep herself up. Was she scared because she was in that outfit, or was her? She always I wears think she's high just heels. So top heavy. Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but she's top heavy in all other outfits. <laughs> I think maybe she her leg. Yeah, she's always <laughs> been top heavy. But, and then, and I'm, I'm just saying, like I saw that she was holding herself up. I was like, is she nervous? Is she scared? She should be. She looked ridiculous. Like act your age, lady. I cannot stand. Now listen, I am all for the trends. I'm all for trends, and I'm all for this girl's 56, right? I think I'll be 57 in May. I think I'm 56 right now. <laughs> I'm never good with this stuff. Like Tom and I, our anniversary is coming up next week. I don't remember. I mean, I know the day, but I think I've told you guys the story. The re- reason I know the day is it's Pearl Harbor Day, but I didn't know that it was Pearl Harbor Day when we chose it. So I would, you go places or people ask you, when are you getting married? Oh, December 7th. And they inevitably always go, oh, the day that lives in infamy. And I was thinking they were talking about my wedding. <laughs> uh-huh. This is real. Wow. I don't yeah. know if I heard that I was story. like, well, I mean, it's a pretty big day, but I don't know if it's the day that'll live in infamy. I mean, come on. I mean, that's, that's saying something. That I mean, it did take something. me three years to convince the man that's to marry true. me. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh I don't think God. it's the day that'll live in for me, but thank you. That's and then funny. somebody said, oh, it's Pearl Harbor Day. And I went, oh, oh that's mm. why everybody keeps saying that mm-hmm. to me. That is why. Yeah, I'm not good in history. I am better now that I tried to teach my kids. But at the time, I didn't remember those dates. I mean, I know who presidents are. I know the important stuff, but <laughs> and you, that's pretty important. I should have remembered that. Yeah. But So um, I don't remember all that stuff. I, I don't even know if Tom and I know what number it is this year. Oh, my gosh. Pretty sure it's 27, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Neither is he. Okay. We can do the math real quick. When did you get married? Tommy's 25. When did you get married? What year? He'll be 26. God bless you, Heather. That is absolutely correct. Norma's 24. Norma's 23? Yeah, she just turned 23. No, she, Tommy turns 25. There's only like a year and a few months yeah, so Tommy, Norma, it, sorry people, I got to do this. Um, Norma's 23, Tommy's 24, he'll be 25, that means it's like two years, 27. Good job. Ba-bow, thank you, Heather. Yep, 98 is when, 98 when Tommy got born, 96 is when we got married. I don't even know where I'm going with all this stuff. What yeah, was I, I talking I, about? I, oh, I, I was talking about people like embracing, I'm 56, I'll be 57. Mm-hmm. Don't wear things... Like, don't go into Francesca's, people, if you're our age. If you're in your 40s, don't go into Francesca's, okay? You don't belong in there. What's another one? I mean, like, go into... Chico's. There you go. Chico's. Go into Chico's. Go into Kohl's. 
Go into places that actually carry, but don't go into Kohl's and go into the junior department. You have no, <laughs> you don't belong in there. That style is gone. It's, it's, you look ridiculous. I see women that are older than me wearing things. They have absolutely no business. I'm a trendy person. Mm -hmm. I like wearing the trends, but like wearing things that are crop, crop tops for 50 something, 40 something year old woman. You know what? Those days have gone by. Embrace your age, and you look ridiculous, and everybody's laughing at you behind your back. So just stop it. You think you look good, but you're the only one that does. Everybody else is like, stop. Just stop. And if your husband is telling you that, it's probably because he's afraid not to. He don't want to hurt your feelings. Correct? Mm, mic drop. You shouldn't be wearing that stuff. Mic drop. I mean, you could be very trendy yeah. and very... Yeah, there's ways Appropriate. to do it. Appropriate. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And modest and things like that. Okay. All right, go back to my favorite things. Okay. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, so, yeah, so these were our last two, and we are adding a new one today. And, of course, <gasps> what would it be without the Hope, Hope Hotline mug? So you I will get it. your own Hope Hotline mug. So that is part of the... Wonderful and you'll basket. tell me later on what the word is. And we will tell you later on what the word is for sure. And that is it for today. So beautiful. Um, if you want to be a part of the Hope Hotline favorite things, we just need you to take note of the secret word that is said by Hope every single podcast. It's a different word. It's a whole saying. So you're going to have to put it all together. And then at the end, you're going to email us what the phrase was. So. That's like those scrambles that you get in the cartoon section or yeah. something like this that. This is like newspaper. a whole Isn't that kind of, of like what it is, yeah. a scramble? Yeah. I like those. It's fun. I don't do them, but I like them. <laughs> they, take, they take way too long yeah. for me. Like, I hear you. I could spend at least two to three hours unscrambling a scramble. Listen. Yeah. Fun. I got, I got more things to do with my time than that, but I do enjoy them. Yeah, good. That doesn't mean that you don't do it. It just means that I'm not doing it. So unscramble the scramble for my favorite things. Yeah. And it won't be scrambled. They will be in order. That's right. But but it is the same idea. But the words will be like, so this will be our third word. And there'll be words all the way till the end. And then there's going to be a phrase. And then you're going to email us the phrase, askhope at hopehotline.com. And then if your name is in the pile of the phrases and you get it right, you're going to be thrown in to win. So there'll be one winner. How many of the favorite things do we have? Well, we were, I think we talked about having like a whole basket and give it to one person. Yeah, no, but how many okay, are we there? Ten. Ten. Yes. Okay, couldn't remember. Yeah. All righty, Rue. It's time to go. It's what it's all about. That's why you tuned in. And now, do we have 37 minutes left? Or are we? Yeah, because it's 322. Yep. Okay. So it hasn't been the complete podcast. <laughs> yeah, not that we got it Like I've quickly. done before in the past. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the Dolly Parton thing really bothers me. Okay. We can go back to that. I ain't going to lie. The Dolly Parton thing really bothers me. Because I'm like, I loved you. And I just, like, why did you have to give me your opinion? I didn't ask for it. I, know. I don't need. And then to call me a coward because I don't want to take a shot. Like, because I have a brain. I don't know. It's like, you know, keep, I don't know. I don't walk around to people who took the jab and say that they're idiots. I don't do that. Right. My husband does, but I don't do that. <laughs> I, just, I don't do that. Uh, I so I don't really want to hear it from her. Now she's ruined it for me. Right. 
between, well, whatever. I mean, she is Miley Cyrus's godmother, so what should we expect? Mm. I think Miley has rubbed off on her godmother. <laughs> Pretty sad. Let's go to the first question. In Genesis 9, 20 through 24, how did Noah know to curse Canaan? Now, if you don't know who Canaan is, Canaan was his grandson. Okay? Why in the heck would he do that? Let's look at it. Genesis 9, 20 through 24. It says, and now, and Noah began to be a farmer. and He planted a vineyard. And this is after the flood, just so you guys know. Then he drank of the wine, drank of the wine and was drunk and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, so Ham is his dad. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. That's a no-no. That was not a good thing to do. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it on both their shoulders and went in backwards. So they walked backwards because of the... They did this because of their character, but also because of the honor they were showing their dad. They, that was not something that you you did. You never, like people had, if you look at their clothing, the, from their neck to their feet were covered. So you didn't, you didn't show yourself. Um, but Shem and Zaphath took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. Super important. So Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. How in the world would Noah even know what his son did to him? So here's the thing. Even though Ham was the one that did the wrong Canaan is the one that will suffer the consequences. Now, some would say, why is that? Well, because, see, the thing is, is I will go back to how did Noah know that Ham saw him naked? The, there are several, like, there's differing views on this. Some believe that it's because the two brothers went and told their dad that Ham saw them naked. It also could be that he not only shared it with the two brothers, that he shared it with other people and was mocking it, or even by sharing it and not mocking it, but talking about it with his brothers, that was, offen that was offensive and it was showing lack of respect and honor for the dad. Now, why did Canaan get, get, have to pay the consequences? Well, sometimes it's the sins of the father, is what they say. Um, but they also believe that maybe Canaan was with his dad when he went in. And that some believe that Canaan did something to Noah, making it be known to Noah um, that Ham and Canaan saw him naked. So it could be the brothers never talked about it um, to their dad, and he just found out because of something that uh, Canaan did to him. No one knows exactly why, but because of this, Canaan is cursed. The two brothers are blessed because what did they do? They respected their dad. They showed honor to him. They showed their character and who they were as individuals. And 
I would say this um, about this story. It's it's a great way. There's cause and effect, right? Whatever you do, whatever you do, there's a response to it. So it's like the world says karma, but I say reaping and sowing. They're both the same principles, right? But but one is a biblical principle and the other one the world has just stolen from, right? Cuz that's the way that's the way Satan he he he's counterfeit. So he'll just call it something else, but karma is it's real. Karma is real. And when people talk to me about karma, I always go, "Yeah, cuz Karma is the, is the stolen word for reaping and sowing. It's a biblical principle. It's going to happen. You, you do something, there's either going to be a positive response or a negative response. And everything we do has a consequence for it. So make sure that what you do yields you the good response, yields you the best. I mean, who wants to be cursed? Let's make sure that what we do has a blessing that follows behind it, right? That's the super important thing. The problem is, is in the, in the world today, before we move to the next question, the problem is, is what happens in the world today is we want to do whatever we want to do, whether it's based on how we feel, because a lot of times it, it, the society today says, if it feels good, do it. Uh, baloney, that's not what the word says. It doesn't say if it feels good, do it. That's... That is a lie from the devil, okay? Um, and the other thing is, is people are like, this is just who I am. You have to accept me for who I am. Uh, baloney, no, I don't. I don't have to accept you for who you are, and I don't have to accept what you do. And people just want you to swallow their decisions or their bad habits or the way that they treat people. They want you to just swallow that and accept it. It doesn't work like that. It's like, um, have you ever like had, um, have you ever had like, okay, um, I personally know this from personal experience, right? Uh, I, I, I dated somebody that my whole family hated, right? But I wanted them to like this person. I wanted to shove it down their throat. I wanted just because they love me, they have to like this person. Okay, well, this person was not really worthy of it, let alone showed bad character in different things that would make them go, heck no, I ain't liking you. No, you're not worthy of my sister or my daughter or whatever. But because I felt like, well, no, I like them, so you should like them, so you have to swallow it. You have to accept this relationship. That ain't real world. How many times have, I mean, there's been plenty of times in life that uh, my kids have wanted to be friends with certain people. I'm like, no, you're not being friends with them. They don't show good character when you're not being friends with them. And I'm not saying plenty of times, but I'm just saying in life, I have seen things where they were, uh, especially when they were younger, they were um, considering being friends with somebody. I'm like, no, that's not happening. This is why. And so just because you like it or you want it or you think that this is right for you, go ahead, do it. But that doesn't mean everyone that knows and loves you has to follow along with it. They're not going to. They don't have to. That's life. And that's the way things have changed. Back in the day, people um, would just be honest and they would be like, 
not that we're going our separate ways, but we're not going to, you do your thing, I'm doing my thing, but we ain't meeting in the middle of this because this, and people were like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. because people had responsibility for their actions and they didn't make excuses. They owned their stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Now today, we are very enabling, we're very entitled, Mm -hmm. and we're very much a people of, I feel this, so because I feel it, everybody has to accept it. That's not real world. Now, you will have people who will come alongside of you who will have the same mentality of you and as you, and they will want you to be all accepting and um, embrace their bad behavior. So, you know, that's what I used to do. Listen, if I was going to do something bad, I made sure I did it with people who would always accept it. Because they were doing bad too. I didn't go with the people I was going to hear it from. Okay? Didn't do that. So, again, scripture, bad company corrupt, uh, corrupts good character. Like, I was already bad company, so I hung out with more bad company. I was not hanging around people with good character because I was going to take them down probably with me. And probably I did a couple times. I'm just saying, most people hang around people who enable their bad behavior. But then you're going to come along every now and then. You're going to find one that's like, not on, the, not on my watch, not happening. I'm not swallowing that pill. And... um so I'm just saying, don't be cursed, be blessed, consequences for every action, and don't expect people just because you want to do something to come alongside of it and accept it. They're not. Anybody worth their salt's not. Mm-hmm. They're just not. So next question. You've brought up fasting many times on the podcast. There doesn't appear to be a set rule on fasting. Please provide your thoughts so that people understand that there are different ways to go about this and ways that we can get the most for the effort. So there are there are several different ways of fasting. And we're going to talk about the biblical ones and then we'll talk about some ones that some that aren't in the Bible, but people do see results from. But let's first go to scripture. So one type of fasting that is done is abstaining from all food, right? Um, All food. And not only food, water too. Um, some people, if they fast, they'll um, food. They'll like me. If I fast food, a lot of times, depending on how long the fast is, I'll drink like a broth, right? Um, to so that I can get some. You're not get, really getting protein, Sarah. You're not getting protein from broth, correct? It, a bit. There, there's you can something get a bit in of it, it, but it's not really. It's for the salts. It's for the salts, sodium, yeah. right? And that's what I thought it was from. Then but you can get like from the marrow. If you got a good bone broth, you can get some protein in there. But for the most part, there's really no protein in it, correct? Because that's what I was thinking. No protein in, the, but there is sodium. sodium. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking too. All right. So my thing is this. Um, that's called a moderate fast. So when you don't do um, water, liquids of any kind, and no food, that's a moderate fast. Now, the Jewish people did the moderate fast. They would do it from sunset to sun, um, sunset to sunset. Sunset to sunset um, was 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. So that's what they did theirs. Second Chronicles 20, um, chapter 20, verse 3, talks about where King Jehoshaphat called everyone to do a fast just like this because they were about to face an invasion um, um, from a, a, a military or another country, or another tribe. I can't remember which one it is. And um, 
So they did that so that they could defeat the army. In Ezra 8.21, we see it also used again, Jesus fasted in Luke 4.2 with this type of fast. Then there's the Daniel fast, okay? Daniel fast is in uh, Daniel 2, excuse me, Daniel 10, 2 through 3. It says, in those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Okay, the reason he was doing this fast is because the very first time that he prayed to the Lord, the angel appeared to him immediately. Then the second time he fasted, that did not happen, even though the prayer, the angel was sent, the, the angel was fighting the prince of Persia. And that fasting was one of the things that broke that um, spirit. That it was the prince of Persia actually is was Satan, but that fasting is what broke that fighting, that spiritual warfare that was going on between the two of them. So, so if you're if like if you're wanting to see a result, and you know, and you know, like fasting doesn't fasting doesn't move God. It does not move God. You need to understand that. Fasting moves you. It moves you out of the way. And it, how it moves you out of the way is that doubt and unbelief. It kills that carnal nature. Okay? Now, I will say that sometimes, like with Esther, when she fasted, she fasted and had the people fast with her so that a response would be a positive response from a king. And we'll talk about that. But... Fasting doesn't, fasting is for us. And, and if you fast enough, you'll realize how much you get you out of the way and your spirit man becomes so much bigger. And then you see the word and you see the promises and you see God in a whole new revelatory way. That's, there's no other way to explain it, but fasting kills your carnal nature. As you don't eat your flesh, has to submit to that spirit man. And it's and it really, listen, if you've never done it, you need to do it. And the more you do it, the more you'll see the things that you're praying for and the results that you're believing for come to pass. But it's not because you moved God. It's because you moved you out of the way and you saw, you saw what doubt and unbelief when it's taken out of the equation on that situation, you can see how quickly you get things because you're realizing, because when you're, when you're fasting, you're supposed to spend more time in the word. You're supposed to be spending more time in prayer, more, more time in worship. So as you in, infiltrate yourself and fill yourself up more on the word and feel your faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So the more you're doing those things, the less you are putting you in, more God in, and the more you see like the truths and the promises and and the and the things that you might have not doubt um, not that you doubted them you didn't see them in the same light which is doubt and unbelief but you didn't realize there was doubt and unbelief if there if that's any um is that does that explain am yes. i saying that yes. like you understand yes. that heather Very said good. yes yeah. and you guys say yes. yes it's it's not like i can tell you this i have stood and believed for things and I didn't even realize that I had doubt and unbelief in this situation until I fasted. And then, boom, a light bulb went off. And I went, oh, 
my gosh, because I could hear God more clearly. Uh, the Holy Spirit was just so loud in my ears that that I could hear him speak to me on specific things. And I'd sit there and go, oh my gosh, I do have doubt and unbelief because that is what I do. That is what I say, or that is how I feel. And all those things matter. But that's where fasting gets you out of the way. And it just makes that spirit man bigger. So listen, I've done the Daniel fast before. It's 21 days of sheer hell. And that is truth. It is not pleasant at all. I thought I was going to die. And that is the truth. I've done it more than once. And I thought I was going to die. Now, people cheat on that Daniel fast. You, you, if, listen, if you're going <laughs> to cheat to do a fast, just don't even bother. I mean, what's the point? What's the point? I'm not saying you should be measurable, but like you, you almost be, need to be measurable. Because if you're not, then you're not killing the carnal nature. It's just not. And you should always like, I will say this, like uh, with fasting. It's like every year you should be challenging yourself and you're giving. So your tithe may always stay what your tithe is, right? Because maybe your, your income level doesn't ever change. So, which is, I mean, that happens. But your offering, you should always be challenging yourself to give more. Because the, the more that you do that, the more you see the return and the promises of God, which means your faith increases. You're not doing it. So, I mean, you can. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it because God's word tells you. Like, you're not doing it so, like, your bank account grows, which it will. But because your bank account grows, your faith grows, which means you see the hand of God move and his promises coming to pass, which means because of that, you may need faith in a health situation, but because your financial situation um, proved to be true and, and came about, as the word says, that means that you'll apply that same faith in the health situation. And that's where it's, it's vitally important. But I would say to you, just as you should be challenging yourself every single year in your giving to increase what you give, the same should be in your fasting. If you're a newbie and you, didn't, you don't fast, okay, then I say start out this year, and we'll talk about this later on in the, in the thing, but start out this year with just fasting at the beginning of the year. And we'll talk about how to do that. Um, if you fast already, maybe you fast once or twice a year. Challenge yourself to do it three or four times, once a quarter, and whatever fasting. If you fast once a month, challenge yourself to fast every other week, maybe once a week. Um, you will radically change your spiritual walk in ways that you never thought possible. Now, I'll probably end up talking, having the girls... Add to this once we get closer to the end. So it's just not my word for it. But I will tell you, Daniel fast, you can cheat. Okay, the Daniel fast, if you look at it, it says no pleasant food. So they didn't really, he didn't eat anything like fruits or anything like that. So uh, I ate no pleasant food, no meat, and he drank no wine, which all of us, that the wine of, I've already talked about this to nauseum, but the wine of that day was like a grape juice. Okay, it was not fermented, so he wasn't getting drunk. He was drinking something that was like watered-down grape juice because um, 
there was like 20% up to 20 to plus percent water to, to the grape juice. But so he, he pretty much ate vegetables, okay, and drank water. Now, my diet consists way more of vegetables and water. I, I eventually, when I did this fast, I hated it so much that I just stopped eating and just drink water because it was not pleasant for me. I was just like, I can't eat one more vegetable. And I remember wake, uh, I remember staying up until 12 midnight, just hankering to eat something because I was, and I, I've done I've done no food for many, many days and things like that. But that 21-day fast, Daniel fast, if you do it right, because, they, listen, they have cookbooks, the, the Daniel fast cookbook, and it's yummy goodness from what I understand. So, like, how, how hard is it if you've, you work around, you know? Like, people will do fast, but they'll drink, they'll drink protein shakes. Okay, the protein shakes, shakes filling you up. Are you fasting? <clears throat> Don't do it if you're fasting. Um, or taking a supplement that makes you not hungry. I don't understand. What's the point? Just don't do it. If you're going to cheat, don't do it. What'd you say? Amen. Yeah. If you're going to do it, don't cheat. Like you gotta, like, you gotta put yourself through, like you literally are killing your carnal nature. If nothing is dying, then don't bother. If you're just saying it so you can say you fasted, I guess, but did you really fast? I don't know. Another type of fast is called an absolute fast. And this is where Esther, we're going to read this, Esther 4.16. This is um, in this scripture. It says, go gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink for three days, nights, or days. So don't eat or drink. Um. Oh, so the, wait a minute, the moderate fast is where you can drink water, but you can't drink, you can't eat any food. Excuse me, I was, I totally screwed that up. The absolute fast is no food, no water. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law, and I will perish, and if I perish, I perish. So the story is a man named Haman, who was second to the king, whom Esther was married to. You couldn't go in and see the king unless he called for you. If he, if he raised his scepter, then you, could, you, you were allowed to come in. If he did not, then your life could be taken. He could literally say killer or whomever. Well, Haman was trying to kill the Jews. And so Esther needed permission to go to the king to invite him to a feast. So that's why she had the Jews all fast with her, an absolute fast, because she needed favor from the king. So basically that's what they were fasting for, that supernaturally she would have supernatural favor when she went to go and meet with the king. Um, so, and it worked because, um, and, and, and I have fasted that way before. I've literally fasted three days, not no, not no water. I've fasted three days, no food one time when I needed to go and speak to somebody about something that I felt like was not going to be received well at all. The odds were it was not going to be received well at all. And I fasted for three days. Um, and when I went to go and see them, 
I was like Esther. I was, it was found with favor. It was supernatural. It was miraculous. And it actually went way better than my heart and mind could have conceived. But again, like for me, it's like how aggressive are you going to be in seeing and getting the results that you want? Um, I mean, for me, like the supernatural, God's way, anybody who did anything for the Lord put aside sleep, put aside doing what they wanted to do, uh, put aside their feelings, um, put aside what their eyes saw. We walk by faith, not by sight. Um, faith is the so- substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's in the, in the things that not being seen is where your hope comes from. It's like how dogmatic. It's The word is clear about the word endure. It says those who endure to the end will be saved. We got to, and you know, Paul talks about um, winning the race. And, and it, w- when you run, Listen, I hate running. Shin splints like crazy. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of running, but let's face it. Running and enduring and winning the race, like if you're going to run a race, you're going to have to go through some pain. You're going to have to like fight through some stuff, right? Um but on the other side is victory. And so you have to sometimes fight you to get the result that you want. And um fasting is the key for that. And Giving up food, if giving up food or giving up water or whatever it is um, to see a family member healed, to see a family member saved, um, whatever it is, uh, to see the other side of something for someone or yourself, do it. I mean, it's food for crying out loud, but the end result is nothing short of miraculous and it's amazing. It's worth it. But so so often we don't allow anything to get into the way of our little bubble. That little bubble cannot be touched. It cannot be. It must be managed at all times. And if it is not, someone's paying. Okay? That's not that's not a Christian, that is not a Christian walk. It's just not. That's not what Jesus did. Forty days, forty nights, twice for us. Moses for the Israelites. 40 days, 40 nights. I mean, none of us are pulling that, you know? So I think a couple days here, a couple days there. I think we can do it. Acts 9, 9, Saul's conversion to Christianity. And he was three days without sight and um, and neither ate nor drank. So he did an absolute fast. This was what we call the Damascus Road experience when he lost his eyesight. And uh, Jesus met him and said, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And this, this experience and this fast, um, his eyesight was, um, was gained back. Then he went off. He spent some time with the other disciples, um, showed that he truly had been converted, gained trust in many people. And through this three-day fast, this, this, like, it just shows you, before you go and do things, um, maybe... Oopsie. Maybe you need to fast before you step out to see the results that you're wanting. So if you if you want to do ministry, right? Maybe you need to s- start it out with a fast. I I know um, many I've not many times. I've heard of ministers um doing fasts before they went and did anything big. So that when they stepped out into it, they could hear God's voice so loud and clear that there was no they were making no mistakes whichever way they moved. 
And then if they did make a mistake, at least they had put in the effort behind stepping out into that ministry or stepping into doing a certain thing in ministry. So Moses and Elijah both did an absolute fast. Moses on the mountain of Sinai in Deuteronomy 9.9, Elijah running from Jezebel. The, the, the whole Jezebel thing perplexes me. Girls, put yourselves on. The man just rains fire down from heaven, destroys all of the prophets of Baal, runs, gets the, gets the rain to come, right? He ends the drought, mm-hmm. runs, meets Ahab, talks to Ahab, Ahab's wife, Jezebel, threatens his life and he runs away like a little girl and hides. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> it's all of us. We sit there and we're like, how can this be? But I know. we do the same thing. We all see mighty works of God. Yeah. God do things that we could never have even mm-hmm. dreamt possible yeah. in our lives. And then one little thing happens mm-hmm. and we start doubting whether or not he'll come through for that. Yep. It's true. When like... Boom, boom, boom. Like I sit there and I'm like, I could, I need to pinch myself that this is my life. Right. I literally think to myself, you just need to pinch yourself. Like, like w- from where you were, who you were to who you are today mm-hmm. is night and day. Mm-hmm. It's nothing short of a miraculous work mm-hmm. from my parents praying, the whole thing, right? I, I am a walking, talking miracle, let alone like the life that I get to live. Mm-hmm. And then you sit in doubt. If God can take you this far and change you this much, like he can do anything. And so, but one little thing happens, you go, will he or won't he? (laughs) He's like, of course he will. Like we're all like him though. We're all like Elijah. So 1 Kings 19 is where it talks about that. Um, And then there's another type of fast, which I'm going to tell you right now, men will not go for this. Some women will not go for it either, but it's a sexual fast. Yeah. It's found in Exodus 19:15. The Israelites were getting ready to go and meet God on the Mount, uh, Mount Sinai and it's where um they all abstained. They all abstained. Yeah, I can only imagine how well that would go over with most men. <laughs> then 1 Corinthians 7:5, Paul talks about a married couple um devoting themselves to prayer. And in that prayer time to abstain um, from sexual intercourse. And, but that's only for a short period of time or only for a period of time. And it's both agreed upon. The word is very clear. Men and women, listen to this. Because listen, I know it's not just women abstaining from men in marriage. Men are doing the same, but it's a lot of time it's because pornography they may not be in pornography anymore, but they've ruined and damaged themselves so much that they they have issues on being able to perform. And um, so women are doing without because men have allowed themselves to become so perverse in their mind that they cannot truly function anymore with their wife. Think I'm crazy? It's true. If you do studies on it, 100% factual Actual and there's no hey, listen. If I'm not if, if I'm wrong, why is Viagra so popular? Right. Yep, exactly. Why is Viagra? There's yep. men that have been workaholics 
And that's caused them to be not be able to perform. But on the whole, um, it's it's pornography, one hundred percent. So, men, you want to destroy your marriage? Look at porn. It'll kill it. And you can say, well, me and my wife look at it. If you're a Christian, first of all, not supposed to be doing that, even with your wife, because it's lusting in a way that you shouldn't. And second of all, like it's a sin. You'll go straight to hell for pornography. It's it's not worth it. Your salvation and eternity, not worth it. But fix it. And God can reverse, he can renew the mind. So let him renew your mind so that you can have a normal relationship with your spouse. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. But so, but Paul talks about only for a short period of time do you do this to your spouse, and it should be agreed upon by both parties. You do not abstain from one or the other. It's very important. That that is like for a woman, um, sexual intimacy is makes her feel very close. We're devoted. We're devoted, right? We we're caretakers by nature. Even the most independent women who um, don't will say they don't like caretaking. There's a they have maybe confused themselves to a certain place where it's not what it should be. But on the whole, um, women innately, because God made us this way, we're to take care and nurture our children, right? And we're also to take care and be adorning to our husband. So there's that thing inside of us that wants that. But but what helps women to feel like that and to um, cultivate and want to have that devotion is sexual intimacy with their spouse when they make them feel like nothing is more important than them. Like there's something about that intimacy with your husband that like, I don't know how to explain it, but it does. Girls, can you explain it? You understand what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying. Men, it's just an act. Right. Right? They got to have it. Women, though, it means something. Yeah. It does. It totally means something, correct? When men don't get that, they do not understand how women feel about it. Yeah. Like, they, like, it, the man makes them feel like they're the most important thing in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing else matters yeah. but them. Yeah. Correct? That's how, I mean, that's how it is for me. Yeah. You're so-so? So-so. Uh, well, that's, sho- just, that's a shocker because you're one of the bed. most feelers in this room right now. Sometimes I just need it to go to bed. Well, okay, a quickie is totally different. I understand. But I'm saying on the whole, you do not look at it like your husband does, correct? Probably, yeah. Yeah. You're like, for you, it means that you're close to him. Like, correct? For me, that's you don't feel like that? Like, talk to me, Goose. I don't know. I don't know. How to, I don't know. I'm trying to come up with the words. What, what, so, like, maybe you're, you're an anomaly to it. Because some men are have more feels like Tom's got more feels like he's a hallmarky guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does mean more to him mm-hmm. than an act. But let's face it, he's still a guy, so it is an act. But he mm-hmm. is very much a feely guy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I would say Jared is yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, but some guys are like that. But they still can be great at making the woman feel super special. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. right. For sure. So even if they're not like. A feels guy, mm-hmm. 
are sensitive. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's any different. I'm just saying, like, Sarah, two cents. <laughs> are you like are you like her? Like Logan? Uh-huh. No. You're like <laughs> us? Kinda? Yeah, yeah you um, are. I think it boils down. Logan's to- out <laughs> outnumbered. <laughs> Heather. Let me get Heather. Two cents. <laughs> Hold on. Got, I'm getting I back to you, Sarah. Face from you. You're oh, like you're like Heather. Logan. It's just an act for you. Oh, most of the time it's just an act for Heather. Gosh, I can't I'm not like that. And I'm I'm not a feelsy person yeah. at all. But it's not an act. <laughs> I don't need to go to sleep, but sometimes a girl gotta have it. I mean, so it is what it is. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, so Sarah. I think it comes down to being wanted. Oh, yeah. That's that's the mm-hmm. thing because life gets so busy and that's where you feel like you're yeah. the most important thing, correct? Right. Put Go down ahead. the phone, put down the TV, look at me in my face, kiss me, like make me feel like all these things that I do to take care of everybody else. Amen, you sister. See them. It's appreciated. That I agree with you 100%. And that's actually part of how like God wants us to be with him. Like he also wants to be desired and 100% sought after. So as the women being like the crowning glory of creation, you know, he was done and then he was like, "Oh. I ain't well, done. I think I'm going <laughs> to make this too." Yeah. Um he gave us that as mm-hmm. like how we are a, yeah. we're like him. And I think for women, I think that's one of the reasons why women have such an easier time loving on God and Jesus, because we aren't men and it's more natural for us to be like that Mm -hmm. with a a male figure. Whereas I think that's sometimes where, not with people like Tom and Jer, who are very in touch with their feminine side, (laughs) right? True. They're very in touch with their feminine side. So for them, this isn't so hard. Mm-mm. But other men, it's very difficult for them to have a, that kind of loving relationship with a guy because it's n- unnatural. Mm-hmm. It's doesn't seem, it doesn't seem right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? But it's, it's a different thought process behind it. But now that we know that Heather and Logan <laughs> are all jacked up, they ain't got it right. <laughs> they ain't got it right. That's okay. Happy marriages. That's all that matters. <laughs> so I will finish off. Okay, so that was great because yeah. uh, that is that sums up, Sarah. That's exactly what I was trying yeah, to job, say, Sarah. but I wasn't able to I say know. it. So thank you. I'll be here for the rest cents. of the podcast. <laughs> what is that? Questions? I'll be here for the rest of the podcast. If anyone <laughs> has any other questions, we're actually out of time, Miss Sarah. Oh, no. Just in time. But I'm not done, girl. <laughs> So the secret word in between me finishing Mm -hmm. this question, but for everybody, the secret word is whole, not H-O-L-E, but whole, uh, W-H-O-L-E. Yes. Like as in the whole lot of people. (laughs) That is not the secret phrase. (laughs) That's not the phrase. I'm just saying it's whole. Do you want to say the timestamp? I guess 402. Perfect. There it is. All righty. So let me finish by saying this. So there are other kinds of fasts. There's like a lot of people I know like to do social media fasts, which, hey, listen, I think you should do food always. But you absolutely, with the food, if you're addicted to social media, I don't even remember the last time I was on Instagram. 
It's been days. It's not good. I mean, it's good in some ways. It's not good. And if I do, I'm just looking usually to see what we posted for the church or whatever. And then every now and then, if I want a good laugh, I look at Magalis or somebody like that, right? But for the most part, most people are so... They, they are so into their social media that there's absolutely no time for God. There's no Bible reading. Um, there's no prayer time. There's nothing. And so if social media, um, my, my son is so funny. My son confessed. He's like, I, I, th- I think I have a problem. <laughs> we were like, you think after he goes, he's like, I found myself scrolling in the shower. <laughs> We were like, time to put it down, my yeah, friend. Yeah. You know what he did? He's like, something's got to give. He's like, because this is like, scrolling's not like for your mind. He's like, this is not good. Like, I don't think he's ever been that addicted like before that he realized it like this. But he's like, I realize I'm like, I'm scrolling in the shower. What the heck is wrong with me? He put timers on his phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, I put timers. Once that time is up, I'm not. I'm like, okay, I'm super proud of you. But adults, parents, People, if you have to put timers on your phone, put the social media down, fast it, pick up the word. Now you're going to pick up the word and you're going to probably be like, this is boring. It's because you've overstimulated yourself. But if you will give the word a chance for a period of time, more than social media, you'll find that you get more from that then you do finding out what your friends ate, where your friends went, uh, what they like, what they don't like, and then you're judging them on the side for all of that. Because that's what most people do with social media. They are being nosy. They use it for gossip fodder in their mind, if not fodder for each other. And there's nothing, hardly anything good, unless you're watching Sarah. Now, that's the Sarah I tell you. Now, Sarah's, I hardly, listen, if I go on Facebook and I see you're like at the top and I see it's one of your... uh lives which i'm on i'm on i'm a hashtag replay (laughs) but um if you like something like that i say go ahead and watch it because like usually she's talking about being healthy or she or or she's showing you how to cook something do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's usually fun or put something together or doing like cleaning your face or um there's uh, it's all it's really all pure but in the midst of it you're gonna laugh and she's probably gonna teach you a biblical principle behind it Okay, spend time watching stuff like that. But looking at where your friends are going and then being jealous or envious and covetous, which usually turns into something really negative on your side, and then you you end up having a tiff with them or whatever. You people don't think that it happens. It does because you a seed that's planted is going to grow. And when it grows, it will not be good. So do not use social media as your outlet to want to know what somebody else is doing. Who cares? Who cares? Put a time limit on it. Look at people who are going to be some, give you something positive in your life. They're going to make you laugh. Other than that, stay away from it. There's nothing good. I mean, I don't, outside of this podcast, don't turn this one off. <laughs> social media is great for that. I'm just saying, there's, if it's not good, social media is really not good. Fast it. Porn is like how sex is. And social media and the word, like I, I look at it the exact same way. Like, porn can destroy your sex life with your husband. Or it your can, wife. and social media can destroy your relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it distracts you. Yep, mm-hmm. and you'd rather learn 
from somebody else who's probably not anointed, doesn't even know what they're talking about. Um, Well, I think a lot of times you're not even learning that way. A lot of times people aren't learning that way. A lot of times people are just wanting to be nosy. Social media is really about being nosy, one-upping each other, or trying to make your life look better than what it truly is. That's all one-up mentality. You're wanting people to be envious of what you have that you really don't have, whether it be a lifestyle, your marriage, or your kids. I see it. Very few people are like, look how great a cook I am. You know, very few people are like that. It's most of the time. It's, let me show you what I ate at a restaurant. This is where we're at. You're at home. You're eating mac and cheese kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's all about that. It's about, it's about, a, um, it's all about a perception that's a facade. It's kind of like the devil. He makes things look one way when in reality... They're not that way at all. Yeah. So he's the father of lies. Are you perpetuating a lie? And most of the time, it's all about the photo op. And I say that to Italian. I say that to Norma all the time. Really, that generation, it's all about the photo op. It's not really what's real. It's about the perception of what's real. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, that doesn't per- pertain to just their age group. Because right. I'm telling you, I know people who are older than me that are all about the photo op. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Okay. It's a lie. Yep. And if you are being deceptive in any way to make it be that people envy or love or get a lot of likes, or you need to like fast because God will reveal that in you and you need to get it out because yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a bad seed and nothing good. It's like I was just reading, um, I believe it's in Matthew. It talked about where, oh, no, it wasn't in Matthew. It was where Paul was saying in, ooh, where was this? Because I, lo- I was looking at so many scriptures. I want to say Colossians, but I could be wrong. Um, he, was t- he was telling the people that salt water and fresh water don't mix. Yeah. So if it's a place where you're trying to pull one thing in and, you're, and, and another thing in, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. This, a, a bad seed's going to grow. You cannot mix good with bad. It doesn't happen. So just know, you got to get it out. Um, but, oh, another thing. I would say, you know how many people uh, outside of social media, and I tell people this all the time if they've never fasted before, I tell them all the time, like, what do you do every single day that you absolutely love? Inevitably, almost every time, it's uh, the first thing I do every single day, is I get a cup of coffee. I'm like, don't get a cup of coffee. Sit down, open the word, don't get a cup of coffee. For like two weeks, fast coffee. They think they're going to die. Mm-hmm. It is one of the hardest things people ever give up yep. because they live and love coffee. They, people with their morning coffee, it's ridiculous. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Nothing, you should never be addicted to anything that much. And listen, you're talking about a girl who loves Alani energy drinks, uh, Red Bull. I like a cup of coffee, but not, none of them rule me. I've fasted them for very long periods of time, and I lived. So none of us should never not be able to give up something for a period of time. You're not going to die. You'll live. Um... 
Another thing is I will say this, and then I'm going to get off of this, but at the beginning of the year, and I don't even know when they start this, but Revival Today does a 21-day fast. And now this is a challenge to you. You can register, and I think I hear you tapping so you can try and find it. You can register to be a part of their fast for 21 days. And the registering for it kind of makes you accountable, Mm -hmm. right? So what I would tell you to do is they do a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. for 21 days. It's hard. You'll think that, you'll think, oh, I can do it. It's hard, okay? But it'll be the best thing you ever did. Start your year out, if you've never done it, start your year out with a fast. 21 days. Anybody can do anything for 21 days. It's, um, well, I think well, Jonathan does it a couple ways. That last year, the 21 days, Dallas drank only water, and she didn't do anything. Six to six, she didn't even do that. She um, did 21 days, only water, that's it. No food for 21 days. Now, Jonathan did the 21 days, no food, but then like he had coffee. He would only allow himself 100 calories a day. Yeah, I think like, he, like 50 calories is something that he does in the morning. Like if he's going to put like a splash of cream in, I think 50 calories doesn't break a fast is what he said. Okay, so he does 50 calories, um, but he'll allow himself to drink like black coffee and stuff oh, like yeah, that, yeah. correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so he did it that way. So he did 21 days, no food, but he did do coffee he, and, he and water and broth. Broth, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, then most everybody, now if you're pregnant and fast, uh, pregnant, I will just, mm-hmm. if you have health issues, mm-hmm. if you are pregnant, mm-hmm. if you're breastfeeding, things that would take nutrients from your body, I suggest strongly that you don't do this until all that stuff is gone. But if they do something else, like if your health issue yeah. goes away, yeah. then do it. Yeah. it once you're pregnant, not pregnant or not, because Magalis didn't do it while she was pregnant, if I remember right, yeah, I and breastfeeding. So. I mean, you're, you're, you got to take care of your baby. Yeah. So all those things, wait till you're done. Right. Yep. Otherwise, get into it. And if you are, if you are, like Logan won't be able to do it this year at the beginning of the year, but mm-hmm. Logan can do other things. Like Logan can give up coffee. She can give up all these different <laughs> things. Now Logan doesn't want to give up coffee because she's addicted. <laughs> she I've has just problems. Never had a newborn and we, never had that lack of sleep. We, so the, we're gonna pray for Logan. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. But um but you can do other things for the twenty one days if if it's not something that for health reasons, you can definitely, there are other ways you can give up coffee. You can give up something you absolutely love. Mm-hmm. It, it will make it hard for you, but start this year off and you don't have to do it with revival today. I only say register with them. A lot of us from the, our church did it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, a, they had like over 1500 people yeah. last year register yeah. and, and do it with them. A lot of people in our church do it. Yep. Uh, Tom and I, um, our last year we did it too, um, because it's a great way to start your year off. And so I just throw that out there since somebody asked this question about fasting, multiple different reasons to, uh, of ways to fast. Um, anything I just say at the end of the day, anything that kills you as far as your carnal nature and makes you die to yourself, mm-hmm. that's the goal. Mm-hmm. That's the end goal. We want everybody to be the best them. Be the best you you can be. You be you. 
That's right. Only if that you (laughs) is encapsulated with the word of God and Jesus Christ himself. Otherwise, yeah. Change that you yeah. to be me. You be me. How <laughs> about me that? <laughs> oh, you start. There we go. All right, people. Let's let Sarah do the salvation call. Ooh, come on over, friend. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to let or you do, do it, girl. Go? Do you want to go up there or here? No. Sh- right there. Just here? bring her right there. Okay. You do the salvation call. Okay. I felt like you were supposed to do it. I kid you not. I like literally was about to do it. I'm like, no, Sarah's going to do it. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Well, that's a blessing that you would allow me this opportunity. Yeah. Well, I love you, girl. Oh, thank I you. I do. Well, if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that is what is missing in your life. Amen. And you've probably tried to fill it with all different kinds of things. But try as you may, you have failed. And so you're watching this today for a reason. And we're all here t- today praying for you to know the Lord and more than all of us wanting it for you, he wants it for you. And he loves you more than you can even imagine. So just say this prayer and mean it with all your heart. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me, for my sins. Thank you for the stripes that you took on your back for my healing. I give my life to you today. I make you my Lord and my savior. And I look forward to walking with you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, the thing is, is I'll close this out. At some point, and I told Sarah this, but at some point, I will have Sarah on this podcast because I'm just telling you, Sarah, it did, Sarah's what, what the word repentance is. I feel like I'm what the word repentance is. I feel like Tracy is too. We both, all of us, to a certain extent, and even Logan, but um, for me, Sarah, and Tracy, we actually had a relationship with God, walked away, whereas Logan never knew God, yeah. really, to speak of. We all walked away and then got our lives, did 180. That's Repentance is when you do a 180-degree turn and you go the opposite direction. And it's one of the things, like, I would say that Heather... The, I'm going to speak to adults in the room because Talia fits this too, but Sarah, Heather, myself, Tracy, we'll leave Logan out of the equation because to a certain extent it means something, but it's different. Um, we're, we're all teachable beings, right? I would say that um, that's what change, that if you can be teachable, then you, if, you're, if you are a person that is not a prideful person, but can sit there and listen to someone give you instruction, and whether you like that instruction or not, then you can apply it, and you can say, okay, whether I like this or not, what was said to me was true. I may not liked how it was said to me. I, I, I may have loved how it was said to me, but regardless of what it, how it was uh, presented to me, it is truth, and with that truth, I will apply it, and I will change my life. Now, if you just said the sinner's prayer that she just offered to you, that's how you need to be. Teachable people, God can use, and he will take them places. And I'm just telling you, if you heard, and you will at some point, Sarah's story, just like Kristen's, it's Christy Delgado, mm-hmm. um, spoke to so many different people, different than it, 
her story and Sarah's are totally different, but I can't tell you how many people told me that story, her life, like I get it. Like it, I related to her so well. I'm just saying for many, when Sarah gives her story, it will relate to many of you. And what you need to do is when she does give the story, not just listen to it and say, I can relate to that, but you need to say, okay, I can relate to it, but how do I get to where she is? Because she obviously did something with, with knowing something needed to change. She did something. Now I need to do the same. So it's a great story. I will have her on. You people will absolutely. Have my people contact, or have your people contact my people. Okay, Tracy, get on that. Got it. But do you have a people? Tracy, yeah, me. Yeah, Tracy. <laughs> no. Tracy's not your people. Tracy's my people. Logan. I'm just saying, there are some amazing I have an peop- opening for people if anyone <laughs> wants to comment, and uh, you can be my people. Uh, uh, anybody who, um, listen, Sam. anybody that, uh, <laughs> Vanessa's got a great story. Every single person in this joint that uh, I allow in this room has a phenomenal story. But the thing is, is the reason they're in this room is because uh, we're all like-minded. We're all the same. And God has used us and God is continuing to use us. And um, it's it's exciting to be a part of it. So when she shares it, some of you are going to be like, oh, there's hope for me. Even though you don't think there is. I will have her on soon. But just know, mm-hmm. you are loved. I thank you for joining in today. Great time. That's. Do you want to point that? Do you want to point that up? That prayed for us hope? Oh, we did. We got it. Perfect. We'll again, All right. We're ready to go. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> See me on uh, Friday. And uh, that's it. Bye.